Okay. <laughs> Hello, all-star clients, and welcome to a Christmas-themed episode of Veterinary Roundtable presented by All-Star Veterinary Clinic. We hope each and every one of you have a wonderful Christmas tomorrow morning filled with fun and joy. For our new listeners, let's break down the format of the Veterinary Roundtable. First... We will run through housekeeping, which is essentially updates about the podcast, our content, and anything we think should be on your radar. Second, we'll break the ice with a few icebreakers. Mm. (laughs) Regardless of how well we know the guests on each episode. Third, we'll jump right into case collections where each of us will share an interesting case we've recently encountered. And lastly, client questions where we'll try to our hardest to answer a question or concern from one of our clients. So before we introduce our guests, let's go over some quick housekeeping things yes this is very exciting go for it all-star is having or had babies <laughs> we released a video this week surprising our staff with two new clinic cats the names are still pending dun, dun, dun. this wouldn't have been possible without the lovely ladies from the cat rescue at petco we appreciate all of you they are called paws mm-hmm. on my heart I know, right? It's just so sweet. And the ladies oh. there are just so nice. They were. They were so just happy about the pets going to a home. And yep. if you guys stop by, they're in pharmacy right now because they're too small. <laughs> they can't run around the clinic. We'll lose them. That's their home base. It's a home base for now. They their collars yeah. yet with their bells. Yeah. <laughs> it's too, they're too small. Yep. One has cerebellar hypoplasia. Mm. We should talk about that. Why don't point. you talk about that? Duck wall. Well, <laughs> the mom had really bad mastitis, which is infection in the mammary glands. And so we think, supposedly, the infection got passed along when they were nursing. And so it affected the development of the cerebellum, which is part of the a brain. And That's responsible for? Motor. Some motor. Balance. Balance. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Good job. So now if you see him, he walks like with a cute little gait. It's like he's prancing. He's like high steps in the front. And then it's kind of like, yeah, he's Whoa. like, Whoa. did you? Yeah. yeah. He's very cute. But it's mild. So he's still jumping and sure footed. He's, he's cute. We he laughed. Two veterinarians pick out the sick animal. <laughs> Like, was this on purpose? No, like totally not on purpose at all. Like literally, they, as we signed the papers, like just oh so yeah, you know, by the way, this I'm right. <laughs> okay, Aww, they were keeping it from you. No, no, no. I don't. No, no. They weren't doing that. It was oh. like it. Yeah. It happened so fast. It was like a mad rush. I felt like yeah. it was like Black Friday. For yes, that. and yes. we we're like, we want these. Go tell her really quick. These yes. are ours. These are ours. People just kept coming in, like yeah. you know, to buy you know or whatever, adopt other pets, and I was like. I felt like somebody was going to just snatch them out from under us. I know. You got the best ones. Yeah, we yeah. did. They're awesome. Oh, they're so cute. Look at me. So, Wait, you missed a paragraph. I missed a paragraph. Yes. Okay. So if you haven't sent us a question for the podcast, please do so. We want all of your questions. Feel free to message us, comment on our announcement video, or email Harrison at all-starvet.com. Speaking of, shout out to Chris Williams for a tough, tough, so tough. tough. It got dark but and deep. Not dark. It, it just got deep. Yeah. But fantastic question regarding preventives last week. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it because it addressed some really good questions. It just was like more intense. Yeah. I like to have fun on here. (laughs) We don't like to be intense. (laughs) Now let's get to our guests. Mm -hmm. My co-host, Dr. Ashlyn Duckwall. Thank you. Oh, oh. okay. Good job. We have Elise Augustine, who is a veterinary technician here at All Star. Oh, snap. Yeah. She's (laughs) amazing. Yes, absolutely. I snap with one hand. Um, Elise, how are you doing today? 
pretty good. Are you excited to be here on the I podcast? You look like it. Great. <laughs> and then we have the most amazing. Woo-woo! Bring out the thunder. <laughs> oh Dr. Allison Faust. The <laughs> one and only. The one and only. The one yes. and only. That's right. <laughs> Any and all questions about cats, yes, send them your way. She can also do dogs, but. Yes, I can. I can do both. She can do both. We see dogs. Don't be fooled. That's right. Uh, But we like to fill her calendar with cats. That's right. Yes, they do. So, which means Elise, because Elise is you are her technician. So then, therefore, you by de facto see cats. cats. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of cats. It's a lot of cats. How does that make you feel? Uh, I can't have cats at home because my dog. So I get my cat filled here. There you go. There you go. Okay, balances out. Balance it out. That's nice. Excellent. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah, that's how I think about it. (laughs) When that cat is ready to eat you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, icebreakers. Mm. All right, guys. Duckwall, you're first. Okay. Which one of your coworkers is the likeliest to wait until the last minute to finish Christmas shopping? Jones. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) That's exactly who. Hundred thousand percent. Yeah, I I agree. Oh wow. I just, I just, I yeah, just having a baby. That was like so quick. That was just like I boom. didn't even read this question prior to this this podcast. So as soon as I was reading it, when yeah, it's like a no brainer. That is amazing. But we love Jones. Oh my gosh, I miss her so much. I do too. She's resting. She'll be back in a little bit. Yeah, she'll be back soon. But I think God she's love her. Enjoying her time away from us. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a cute baby. You just see yeah, her. He's cute. He's so cute. cute. Yeah. What about you, Elise? I actually thought duck wall. <laughs> actually, you'd be happy to know I finished all my Christmas shopping. Wow. Did you? It really? is the earliest that I've ever done it, though. So, wow, she's not pretty... wrong. She's very wrong. good. I very feel good. like this year, like I don't know what to get anybody, yeah. and I just like go into stores and I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds good. And then later, I'm like, why did I buy that? I don't. Why did I buy that? So I don't. I well, haven't finished mine. Amazon. That's all I gotta say. It takes over the universe. And oh wow! I agree. Your door. <laughs> It's perfect. True. What about you, Fausty? Who would you say? Jonesy first, Dudley second. <laughs> Just because I imagine them both in a whirlwind with their babies. And yeah. 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 I would say Becca Fidel. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were... What was the question? <laughs> I thought it was just the doctors. What? No, I who's the, I read it wrong. Who's the last person? Who would wait? Who's the, which one of our coworkers would be the. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Becca Fidel would be my pick from the first mm-hmm. podcast. Yes, she was right? in the first podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet she, I bet if I ask her tomorrow, she doesn't have it done. We Ooh. need to ask her. You should ask her. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Okay. Number two, what is your holiday guilty pleasure? Faust. Shoot, I was hoping everybody else would go through it. <laughs> I even asked Tommy this morning. I was just like, do you know the answer to this question? <laughs> okay, I will go first. I will say rum chata and fireball. Mm. Mm. So like, is it limited to drinks? No, no. it's whatever you Speaking want. Speaking of, yes. Let's, some things are not to be mentioned, me but yes. new combo, <laughs> and it is a delight. Yeah, Rum chata and fireball? Yes. It is, isn't it? Because I hate Ooh. fireball. I would never drink that by itself. I got sick of rum chata <laughs> when Tommy bought me the biggest thing you've ever seen. I got sick of it. And then Richie just mixed the two together, and I'm like, that's a delight. What's it's it really taste nice. like? And you can put, it. like, some people will make it with, like, um, also vodka that has, like, either vanilla vodka or something. I don't know. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to taste like cinnamon toast crunch, basically. Ooh. And then he said, like, put <gasps> nutmeg or something yes. on top. Oh. Like, mm, that would probably be 
Yeah. yeah. Fireball and Angry Orchard is good together, yes. too. Oh, I haven't had yes. that. Angry Balls. Angry Balls. Angry Balls. Okay. Angry Balls. Mm-hmm. That's the name. We What's your guilty up? pleasure, Elise? All that candy in the f- kitchen. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The candy, yes. the cookies. Mm. Every time I walk by, I'm like, you don't need any. You don't need any. You don't need any. And then I get some. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. We're so we're so lucky. Our clients like oh, they're so bring good. stuff in yes. for the holidays, and it's amazing. They're good to us. Somebody brought fruit, in and I was like, "Oh, thank fruit! <laughs> I need some fruit." Yeah, or just like a quick sugar rush. You just walk by the kitchen and have a piece of candy, and you're like, "All right, I'm ready to go for like an hour." Yep. <laughs> and then, then you go crash. Again. <laughs> and then you crash. Yeah, I'd have to say a high electric bill because I <laughs> what. <laughs> For your I, guilty pleasure? I No, I'm going to explain it. I keep all of our Christmas lights on, even when it's bright, like daylight out. I'm ha- I'm plugging those things in at our house. I'm burning candles, which isn't electric, but I'm just like all the feels in of my Christmas. home. So and now I would say my house is like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's not Christmas, I turn lights off because I don't usually need it if it's during the day or I'm like not in a room. If I'm not in the room, the lights are still on because yep. it's just happy. It is. So that's my guilty pleasure. Do you have one? Did you think of one? She's going, are you going with the rum chata? Oh, I thought I was done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just dittoed. Okay, ditto. That works. That works. It's a good ditto. Okay, what holiday thing do you wish would last all year long? Doug Wall. Mm. I need a minute, Elise. (laughs) Ice skating. I love ice skating. But, like, don't we have the technology to, like, go ice skating when it's, like, 70 degrees outside? Mm, like, I want to Oh, like, where it would be outside? <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. want outside and I want to go ice skating all the time. I love ice skating. Somebody out there is holding out on us. They yeah. have the secret. They just haven't shared it. Yeah. And all I right. want it. I want that secret. Or you could create it and be a billionaire. That's true. Okay. That is true. <laughs> Always I'm gonna go. Ideas. I'm gonna go with uh, Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, which by the way are out all year round now. I think probably. Yeah. I thought that was Richie's. Thing. It is now. Richie's got me addicted to it too. Yeah. So they're all addicting. I mean, we just watch them you and watch we laugh. It for we try and predict. And you're like, oh, it's so dumb. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing it is, at the exactly how it is. We yeah, laugh. We always like try and predict what's gonna happen. We're like, all right, her sister's going to quit her job, move to so and so, do this, <laughs> get hooked up with the brother of the so and so. Okay, let's watch and see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Faust? Oh, uh, <laughs> I would piggyback duckies uh, with the lights. Mm-hmm. I leave them up now all year long. Not my Christmas tree, but in the living room, the two whatever decorative trees, I keep the white lights up mm. all year. Nice. Actually, yeah. I did that last year. I had like a one... Not a Christmas tree, but just a tree, and I kept the mm-hmm. white lights on it. Mm-hmm. Is there some like there's, there's some like I don't know what you call it, some folk thing where like you're supposed to keep something out of Christmas, like for good luck for the next year or something? Have you guys I ever heard no that? Idea. I don't know. I, I don't. totally pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll look that up and okay. let us know if that's true or okay. not. Add to the list of things to do after the podcast. <laughs> I know. What are we, we at so far? Accumulate. Chicken Alfredo. Chicken what Alfredo. What was the other thing from last week? Um, I was supposed to bring with the chicken, chicken Alfredo. Alfredo. I know because we kept adding to no, it, and we talked know. about. We need not, the list so that that can be cookies. We've had. We we need the list of that. Well, then, then we soup, can. Didn't yeah. somebody talk about soup or something? I remember. I'm, I'm hungry. Probably we talk I'm about food too. and we make a meal. Yeah, but then it's a really weird meal. 
Yeah. We're gonna have to go back through and listen to everything. I know we're gonna have to listen to it, and then we can bring all that stuff in. Yes. Okay. Okay. Answer all those, questions. and then people can just watch us eat. And listen well, to the eat. problem is we do this at the end of the day, so we're, then we're all starving. Yes. So we could spend the whole time talking about food. I totally yeah. could do that. I yeah. could do that. I love food. Yeah. We do love food here. Love food. Yep. That's just. I love talking about food when you're eating food too. Uh, so that was going to be my next meal while you're eating the, the current, meal. current meal. Yeah, because you got to be prepared. Yes. You know what? That's so hilarious because yeah. my we would laugh all the time at my grandparents who would always be planning their next meal while they were eating their existing meal. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh Look my God, for the love now. of God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. can you just finish this meal before you figure out what the next meal is going to be? Yeah. yeah. Stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They That's could the not. only thing that needs to be planned on vacation. What's the next meal? Yes. Yep. That's I am not good at planning meals on vacation. Uh-huh. I would rather just like live by the seat of my pants. Oh my like. gosh. I yelp it all day long. Where are we going to eat lunch? <laughs> Where are we going to eat dinner? While we're at dinner, where are we going to eat breakfast? I want someone else to bring it, it, bring it to me. I'm just going to do nothing. But I would like the food to show up. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with her. I like to know. And I like to look at the menu beforehand. Because yes. I want to know. Like, do mm-hmm. I want this? Do I want this? I like to... Mm-hmm. You want to know. I want to know. I'm with you. I'd like something just to be brought to me or like literally walking up <laughs> from the bridge to that to the hotel. Just like just, have something there. Yeah. Like, really here's care. your food. Yeah. I want that when I'm home. Not on vacation. <laughs> I just want the food to be brought to me. Oh, true. So true. Yeah. I'm really lucky because Richie just makes the food. He and I make the food on the weekends, but during the week he makes the food. So like tonight he's like, I'm making Hoosier ribeyes. Oh my oh, god! White rice and something else, and so I'm like, oh my god! Oh, that's it. so nice. I know he's so nice that way. I get home at like 8 p.m. and I'm like, what are we eating? Charles, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I ate a salad last night for dinner at 10 p.m. <laughs> I wish I could make this stuff up. Salad hits differently at 10 p.m. You're like, Ooh. I felt a little queasy afterwards because yeah. I was like, I just ate a really big salad full of Caesar dressing. <laughs> Oh my god, go that's hilarious. Bed. All the men in my family like to cook. Johnny cooked. I came home last night after that blood transfusion mm-hmm. and Johnny had whipped up homemade chicken nuggets in the in the fryer, in the deep fryer. He has a, <laughs> he's a good cook. I'm like, I went upstairs and I was like, "Can I have some of those chicken nuggets downstairs?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, there's plenty of them." So I tasted and I was like, "Johnny, these are like Restaurant. These are like good. Okay, I'll start paying him to do food prep meals for me. Oh my gosh! I was <laughs> yes. like, these are fantastic. Drop them off at my house. Tonight Don't you have to go to war chicken. to figure out who's making dinner at your house? Don't I have to do what? Go, go to, to war? war, like a Nerf war, isn't that? Oh well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it <laughs> I calls. I walk in for... and the Nerf guns are there, and it said the loser makes dinner. I always make dinner. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, the game's on, but I still have to make dinner. <laughs> oh, awesome. gosh. All right, so let's move on to case collections. Yes. Elise, do you want to go first? Sure. I tried so you have hard a humdinger. to think about a cat, but all I could think about was Sadie Ward, who came in, she was kind of lethargic, and we thought, oh, maybe she ate something, so we did x-rays, thinking maybe she has a foreign body. No, she has a stone in her kidney the size of Texas. So was she? So uh, she's like an old. She was an older cocker. She's spaniel. young. Yeah. She's, oh, she's younger. younger. Cavalier. Is she the three year old? Oh, she's the Cavaliers. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. his other dog was was the spaniel. Mm. Yeah, she's like oh, three right. three year old mm-hmm. Cavalier. So we sent her to Purdue, thinking they would do surgery to remove it. Turns out she doesn't have another kidney. She has one kidney with yes. one stone. Crazy. And a uterine mass. And she what has, else did they uh, find? She has a splenic mass splenic and a hernia. Mass. And she, I think, has luxating patellas. Probably, yeah. 
Oh, she's a. But she's like super young, isn't she? Yeah, we do. Um, Yeah, she's like. But had like like no symptoms other than just slightly off. Yeah, (laughs) just like an ADR. Yeah. The whole kidney was a stone. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I remember you seeing those x-rays and you were like, oh my gosh, you need to come back here now. <laughs> I did the yeah. x-rays and I was yeah. like, that we should we should call Faust yeah. right There's now. I did wrong. one lateral and I was There's like, something wrong. I was like, that that's not right. I was like, is that a baseball? Did she eat a baseball? Yeah. And I was like, that's her kidney. It it's was not huge. right. That's one that, you're sharing with all the all your friends, yes. family. You're like, look at this thing; yes. it's huge. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It was. I don't think I've ever seen one that large. No. But then when we went and did a literature, I mean, I think we found there have been other cases. Yeah, it reported has to do with where not being spayed and um, it was an infection. Yeah, I can't I think remember. So. It was like the combo. Of and the she two. had stones. Like once the infection is cleared. The and the stone goes down, like then she has to be spayed so it doesn't come back. If I remember, right. when's the last time she was checked? Like, what's the progress on the stone? Uh, the last time she was in was August, mm-hmm. so we did antibiotics and food. She's been on antibiotics now for over a year, yeah. And it, every time she comes in, we do x rays, it gets smaller, yeah. Oh, it is, it's what oh, it yeah, is yeah, getting yeah, smaller. yeah. So it, it's like so fascinating. Oh my gosh, half the size now, yeah, yeah, it's really significantly better, yeah. So weird. And so mm-hmm. she's on a dissolving diet, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So why don't you explain that do you want um so the diet changes the ph levels well i guess i know how it works with urinary stones it changes the ph levels to dissolve the stones so i guess it works similar yeah. to that with kidneys mm-hmm. since it has to go through the ur- urine and everything like that so it changes the ph level um to dissolve the stone so it's just going to eat away at the stone Slowly, slowly yep. over Since time. she wasn't a good anesthetic candidate because she had one kidney to go under and remove it. So, yeah. and Purdue was like, we don't know if this is going to work or not. Like, mm-hmm. we have no idea. And it's working. And her kidney mm-hmm. function's good. She's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. She's due for a recheck. So, I don't know where things are at now because it's been a little I, while. Yeah, but... I think there's a call back in to recheck it sometime yeah. soon because we were doing every month to recheck the mm-hmm. x-rays and then it was doing so well we decided to do every three months and right. things mm-hmm. like that. So so that, so then it must be a struvite stone then? Yeah. Is that what we're assuming? Yeah, based yeah. on the – that's so cool. So that's cool. the one type of stone that can dissolve. So And she had stones in her bladder too. She had uh, the big stone in her kidney and little stones in her bladder. So they're all going away. That's yep. amazing. Isn't it amazing how they can have one kidney this whole time and still with this issue and still have normal functioning kidneys on blood work? Like, I know you have to lose 75%, but like still. But like that stone was taken up. Yeah. 75%. Yeah. It was like, right. Right. what part is functioning? Yeah. Right. It, it was oh. doing yeah. okay. I don't know. Really yeah. weird. Fascinating. Animals are fascinating. And she comes in. She's so happy. Mm-hmm. I love to see her every time. She's and he like, loves her. Yes. I mean, he's yes. a very passionate person about Yes, they so, both love her. She's very well loved. Yeah. Yes. That's all you can ask for. All right. What about you? Oh, me. We, I we're sharing it. We're sharing it. <laughs> Which one are we doing? We're doing <laughs> <laughs> We've tossed around a couple ideas. Which one do you want to do? So I think we talk about the uh, – did we say which one we were going to talk about? Did we ever decide? I think it was like back and forth between the neurologic dog and oh. the IMHA dog. Yes. yes. So let's talk about the neuro dog and the the other kidney cat. But we talked about kidneys, so we can do the neuro dog. Okay. So, but that's neuro, all you. So the neuro dog was a seven month old, um, sheepadoodle. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. right, seven month old sheepadoodle that came in. Actually, it was about. I was seeing it 
like uh, third presentations would have been to two veterinarians and it had been out playing and it was limping initially on the right front leg. So they took it in and they treated it for, you know, maybe right front leg discomfort or pain or whatever. And, um, put it on an anti-inflammatory wasn't getting any better. Um, and so they took it into VC advanced specialty care. And at that time the dog was still just not, I mean, it was still acting normal and it was just the right front leg. So they just, you know, added additional medication to the current medication as far as like quantity. And then I saw it because it couldn't go back to its original veterinarian. It couldn't get into its original veterinarian. And so it was at that time, then ataxic in the rear was able to stand up and move from what one is ataxia. Into, oh, thank you. Nice. For well, all those uh, listeners, like fishtail drunken salt, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's better than words. Okay. Um, And so, um, so he was like that in the back end, but he was still able to use his front legs. I could isolate pain on flexion of his neck. um, And so we treated him for, so we started treating him for pain. The next day we came in, he was no longer able to use his front legs. So he could not use them at all, pretty much, right? At least, I mean, yeah, he was. He had deep pain in all four legs, but now the... What so, is deep pain? <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> deep pain is where you could... Well, we assess for it by pinching their toes to see if they can actually feel it, the pain in their just toes. Just wondering. In their and legs. he could lift his in their head, extremities. but he just like couldn't walk. He couldn't... Right. Like, he couldn't like set himself. Like I felt like if you like held him up, he would just... like. Want to fall over. Want to fall over. Yeah. So like if we stood him up, then he was not able to bear weight. He didn't know where his feet were um, in space. And uh, so then we tested him for a bunch of different differentials for all four legs being affected because then that's how we would isolate the lesion that would be in the neck or above. So then we submitted um, titers for infectious diseases and... So we tested him for that and then addressed pain and was working with the neurologist locally and he was not improving. So after three days of hospitalization, he just was not getting to where we thought he should be based on our treatment. So then we turfed him so he could get advanced imaging and Dr. Cross found that he had lytic lesions in his spine and his dorsal nerve roots. So in his neck, um, in his cervical area. And so then that's, he diagnosed him with lymphoma. And so unfortunately it was euthanized, but I mean, I've never in this many years ever seen a dog Seven that young old. Yeah, with lymphoma of a spine. And he spiked a fever like day two that he was yeah. here. Like we took vitals on him and I know it was like, oh, he has a 104 fever. Oof. Yeah. Which he had, he was like 102 for most of his stay. And then he spiked yeah. up to 104 and we couldn't get that under control. And that was then our clue. Then we sent him after that. He needed additional testing, which we can't do here. So, yeah. But the the couple was so sweet and so nice. I just wanted to save their dog from their older. Just dealt a bad hand. Yeah. Like, there's no stopping that. Like, there was no stopping that. But it was interesting because it progressed over about three weeks. Like, mm-hmm. the timeline was like three weeks, you know, from when he so presented fast. to, yeah, to death. So, Man. very sad, but very, very interesting case. Yeah. He and it shows like sweet. medicine only can go so far when you have something that's that severe and you're just yeah tried every like I remember we talked about it, you tried everything under the sun to figure out diagnosis treatment and then just yeah wasn't in the cards nope 
So his name was Ringo. He was a good dog too. He was easy to work on. That's good. He was a pleasant dog to be he around. He was a good dog. Rest in peace, Ringo. <laughs> okay. He's running up there now. <laughs> oh, gosh, exactly. Okay, so is that it for our cases? I think so. Are you going to talk about one? Oh, that cool cat that had the string. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. I can't remember if that was. Yeah, that was. Was that mine? I think so. It was mine that I passed to you yeah. for surgery. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but it, yeah, so cats like to eat string. And it uh, the x-rays showed that pattern. However, no string to be found under the tongue. And then you took it to surgery and it had cut through uh, that And tissue. kind of that tissue was kind of laying mm-hmm. over the top of it. Oh, wasn't it clear too? So, yeah, and it was clear. Like, it's like yeah. dental floss kind of like yeah. thickness. Yeah. Like it was really thin. It's just yeah. crazy. Yarn, not yarn, I remember that now because you tugged to see because it wasn't coming loose. And I think, weren't you in the stomach and you were like mm-hmm. trying to figure out where is this going? And all of a sudden yeah, like, I it's could lodged not. somewhere. Right. Yeah. And then someone found it under the tongue and Yeah, because it was it. so, it was just buried under yeah. there. They, it, that's what we're taught to check for all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because which we do. Oh well, yeah, like you can't see that. Uh, no, I mean, and I think that's the first time we were like, well, even crazy. though we can, even though we can look, it doesn't mean necessarily it's not there unless mm-hmm. you can just. Well, especially think of like, you know, like animals in general. They don't want you moving their tongue, right. pulling it out, like, and you need a solid like multiple seconds to really get a good look. And oh, it was hard to find even yeah. once we figured out that that's what we were pulling on. Like they were looking at the other end, like in the cats. In the, I think somebody was like, I don't see anything. And I was like, there has to be yeah. something. Yeah. And then we found it. Because they had already looked, I think, like before they, when they were doing intubation. Right. And, and then you made them go back because you were like, it has to be somewhere. Right. So. And I, I think I remember the owners, like after we said that, they're like, yeah, he likes to get in the bathroom trash. Because I think it was mm. dental floss. How interesting. Yeah. So interesting. They I've never had that. so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Never had that one. Yeah. Very fascinating. Okay. Yeah. On to client questions. Yes. Faust, this is a great mm-hmm. question for you. Why do cats scratch and get sores around their mouths? What would be causing this and how to prevent it? What are your recommendations for cat toothpaste slash oral care? Thank you. Okay. At Chelsea. How would you say that, Harrison? I'm not an English person. Oh my goodness. A Rory? I don't know. But thank you for saying thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. So sweet. So what do you think? Um, Well, cats scratch their face for a lot of reasons. Um, So I think you got to break it down depending on um, how their skin looks. Are they going towards their face versus ears and neck? Um, she's asking about le- is it lesions? Yeah, because it says sores around their mouths. Yeah, so sores around the mouths um, typically are going to be like your rodent ulcers um, that are allergy related, and those allergies can be um, environmental, food hypersensitivity, uh, bug bite hypersensitivity, um, and I do see a lot that are allergic to plastics with that one. Um, so we typically get rid of their food and water dishes that are plastic and do like metal or glass, um, make sure they're on monthly prevention. Uh, sometimes we'll change the diet, uh, to a hypoallergenic version and just kind of go down the list of allergy stuff. But, um, if there's no lesions around the mouth and they're, um, 
itchy on the face. We want to rule out like ringworm and um, just the other basic infectious things too that we don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like there's mange mites under the skin. It doesn't have to be just facial itchiness, but so yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you necessarily can say how to prevent it per se, because like, unless it was just related to the food bowls, like, do you know what I mean? Well, then we could say, okay, so do you tell everybody never use plastic food bowls, like just to start with? Like, is that just like a rule of thumb? Not necessarily. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think it's yeah. just kind of luck of the draw. Right. Mm-hmm. If you get somebody with, you know, like meeting a cat, if you adopt a cat or your cat ends up developing those types of lesions, if they're associated with allergies, there's there's things you can do to make it easier probably and to treat them, to make them more comfortable, but potentially right. like ever preventing it from occurring. I don't know if you can necessarily, there's something you could do from the get go. I guess you could be like overly cautious because I'm just thinking I had a patient that was a cat and the owner, it got a rodent ulcer and it kind of popped up out of nowhere but then going through history found out she had just like mopped and cleaned her floor in her kitchen um i don't remember what the cleaning solution was but that cat had was just kind of adventurous and had um just sniffed around there and we don't know if it got into the actual cleaner but i guess if you really want to just be like i don't want my cats around on cleaning that's another way or using cleaning supplies if they were sensitive to it I think sometimes, too, you just never figure out what it is. You know, right, like that's the case all the time. You have cats that rub their face on so many things in your house and so Mm -hmm. much you don't even know what they're rubbing on, you know. And why do they rub their faces on everything? Oh, (laughs) what did they love to see the little facial pheromones? They're happy. Other times, you know, it's like if they have dental disease or they're painful, like I see those kiddos rub their face um, more aggressively sometimes with – you know, corners of furniture, things like that. And it's it's an oral issue um, because they're uncomfortable. They're not itchy per se. I was, yeah, that's what I was going to say is depending on the age of the cat and their dental health in general, like mm-hmm. they can get pretty sensitive. Yeah. So we even had that cat that was chewing on things because it's mm-hmm. dental disease was so. Yep. So it just chewed on things just to yeah, that's how make the, itself mm-hmm. feel better, like basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, that's how mm-hmm. the owner knew it was like chewing on everything in the house. And we looked at its teeth and. Yep. Wow. We had a dog do that recently too. The owner was like it um, randomly started to chew the wood, like just wood anywhere in the house, like baseboards, wood furniture. Um, and so I'm like, well, let's check the mouth first. And sure enough, the tooth was fractured. Hmm. So I don't know when it hit. It had fractured it with when it started to chew, but, um, I, you know, we'll see that sometimes where it's just a weird behavioral thing and mm-hmm. it's a source of pain. You know, what's so weird with dentistry is I always, one of the common things I hear from owners is that like you fix, you know, their dental problems or their issues or the infection and the inflammation, and then they'll come back for rechecks or whatever. And they're always like, I never realized how uncomfortable mm-hmm. they were. Now they're doing this or they're carrying this around or they haven't done that in so long. I thought it was just because they were getting older. You know, and it seems like all the behavioral stuff that can subside when their chronic pain is gone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's fascinating. And like, especially too, because animals hide things so well, especially cats, that there can be a lot more underneath the gums that we can't even see, you know? So that's why doing like the routine cleanings when tartar does build up is helpful because you just, Mm -hmm. until you get those x-rays done and Mm -hmm. see what really, how, how severe it is, you really don't know. Um, You can have an idea. 
But I've been so fooled before, though, where it's like you've got, you know, one tooth that has so much buildup and you get them under anesthesia and your probe goes through the tooth next to it that has zero target. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. And it it literally <laughs> went through it. It's like, OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be this. Yes, we dude. have more than one extraction. <laughs> so, yep. It's crazy. Well, on that note. What are your recommenda- recommendations for cat toothpaste and oral care? Cats are fussy. So um, if you start them early or they like really love food and flavors, uh, you can, <clears throat> excuse me, start um, like offering toothpaste off your finger for them to just lick it off like a tree. Um, I do like the CET brand you can get online. Um, they have a bunch of different flavors. So starting with like a poultry flavor or something like that. Um but some cats that you can't get past there, like at least the toothpaste is working on contact and it's doing something, but ideally you want to scrub a little with some sort of brushing. Um, so I like to do either um, like a little four by four gauze pad, like you can get gauze anywhere at CVS or Walgreens and um, just wrap one little layer around your finger. Um, so once they're used to like licking it off, Uh, You can kind of do like a light scrubbing um, versus just your skin that's not really going to like scrub the teeth. Um, Some people will use like a washcloth. I find that uh, they can be bulky um, unless it's just like a little baby type washcloth or something like that that you can really do a thin layer around your uh, around your finger. Um, So, yeah. So what you're saying is it is possible to brush your cat's teeth. It is for Mm -hmm. sure. For sure. Good I mean, I, especially since like like those ones that really love to rub their face, uh, love chinny rubs. You know, if you come up from behind and you're just loving on them and the next thing you know, whoop, whoop, you know, we're just. <laughs> <laughs> whoop. Nothing's happened, darling. We're just getting in there and doing a little something. You know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like really, I really um, like referring my clients to the Veterinary Oral Health Council dental chart. Mm-hmm. So if you just type it in. It's VOHC products for cats. Um, in this instance, they also have one for dogs. It lays it out beautifully. They have it under treats, under food, water additives. You know, if there is just a spicy cat that just won't tolerate any type of contact in there, um, there's other avenues too to at least do something for oral care mm-hmm. as opposed to just doing nothing and letting it go. So yeah. there are spicy cats out there. There are <laughs> some spicy cats. <laughs> I haven't had too much success with cats and the water additives. Um, Cause I feel like it's so important for them to be good drinkers. Um, mm. And they're so fussy. Like even the, the brands that, you know, you've got tablet form that dissolves like Alka-Seltzer um, is supposed to be like odorless and flavorless. Like I just. They tell. They can tell. They can I just like. tell. Um, and yeah, I don't you don't want to deter them from the water. With, yeah. Yeah. So I would rather, you know, if an owner can either wipe um, with nothing or they lick the toothpaste, you know, like you can just rub a little bit on their forearm and they just lick it off. Like is doing something. I haven't had good luck with the wipes. Um, it's such a strong clove. Mm. flavor and scent i think it's a little repulsive to cats um whereas dogs want to eat them so. <laughs> they do <laughs> had that happen before yes we have yeah so like the greenies greenies mm-hmm. treats and do a good job we have some dental trees here for cats right mm-hmm. yeah tartar we have the tartar shield, yeah, tartar shield. and they're in the i talked with them i think it was last year at the uh, vmx conference and they they're in the process of getting the oral health seal 
on hmm. the kitty dental oh, treats. That's cool. But it costs like forty plus thousand dollars. And oh. so they're like, it, it just takes time. Um and so they're in the process. Um the research is good, but it just does not have the oral health seal yet like the greenies do. So hmm. So I was glad to hear that because some of their other products, they're not even going for the oral health seal. And it's just, yeah, you know, I'd rather do. Why, explain to everybody why that's important. Because the research has been done. They've paid the money to have good backing of that product. And so, you know, like in, in the product lines, if you have a company that has some with the oral health seal and some without, I'm still going to want to go for the ones that have that seal on there. Even though like I get it, it. I didn't realize there was such a financial strain commitment. Or, or commitment. Yeah. 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 Uh, with that, I thought it was just, you know, get some research done, research done and, and call it good. But so anyway. Yeah. Well, and uh, that seal basically means that whatever they claim that they do, it does. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, so mm-hmm. I think that's. Yeah. Because there's so many products. You go to the pet shop, it's like overwhelming. Reduced plaque by 30%. Like, and it's yeah, like, nothing does has it? any. <laughs> Yeah. Any backing behind it, and you know, people are just totally overwhelmed with what do you get, what works, what doesn't, and so like I like you said, Ducky, I like that website to refer them to, mm-hmm. and they so the helpful. products have that like little stamp on them with the veterinary oral yeah products mm-hmm. on them, and then they're usually like pretty big. It's pretty big, it. yeah, yeah. It's good Very stuff. Cool. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. We like when we have good resources. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, guys, that was great information. Yeah. I really appreciate it. We kind of got on a tangent about dental care, but basically there's know, a lot of reasons. I know, right? <laughs> we are, we should just like peek through yeah. the door. <laughs> you know? yeah. Basically, there's a lot of reasons why cats can be rubbing at their face, their mouth. And so it could be skin. It could be allergies. It could be teeth. So let us look. And I was going to say, yeah, if there's lesions or if you're questioning whether or not the rubbing is normal, then I'd say have a veterinarian look at them yep. to know whether or not. Videos are so helpful. Oh, videos, and yeah. For anything. Pictures, like, videos. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well. All we right. We did it again. We did it again. Wow. Look at us. Okay. Time for dinner. Yes. Time for dinner. I hear that. Time for a salad. I hear that dinner no, bell ringing. No salad. Have a salad. No salads tonight. I'm going home and get some steak. I'm going to your house. <laughs> steak. Oh, uh, gosh. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for joining us this Thank episode. You. Really thanks appreciate for it. Having us. And thanks, everybody else, for turning in. Turning. I don't know. Turning in. That works. Turning in. Just keep going like you know what you're Tuning doing. Tuning in <laughs> to another episode of the Veterinary Roundtable. Okay. I don't have this memorized. It. Like you. Hang on. <laughs> Remember, send in those questions and be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at All Star Veterinary Clinic. If you enjoyed this episode or a previous episode, leave us a review on our podcast provider of choice. We'll see you in a few weeks for episode four. Boy, I, I thought can't this was that. four. Harrison Harris was right. It's five. He's trying it. to trick us. Do it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all we got for this week. <laughs>